0: Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune, the safe haven of last resort, silver and gold. You know, if you are a silver and gold owner or investor or stack or whatever you call yourself, that statement is probably something you're quite familiar with you know you, you can point to that and say that's why I invested in silver and gold in the first place because I'm concerned about our, our geopolitical or, or, or political future or, or the future of the world economy or, or the future of, of the world's fiat currencies. I'm concerned about that and I want to find the premier safe haven asset and, and you're not alone. there are investors around the world that choose to invest in precious metals. Precious metals are huge in places like India, okay? Central banks oftentimes own precious metals, usually gold more so than, than silver in, in, you know, current, you know, past past couple of years, past couple of decades, honestly. Um, but the fact remains that other than, you know, those people that, that are, I think, wise and, and are invested in precious metals when, when they're at a very undervalued price, when we see volatility or when we see other markets and other currencies around the world for instance you know a lot of emerging market currencies have been slammed in recent months uh, currencies like the argentine argentine peso or the turkish lira the, the the brazilian real the the mexican peso when you see those currencies smashed oftentimes the safe haven asset of those investors or at least what we can Glean from from how the markets are moving in in reaction to these uh, currency weakenings, um, the safe haven asset they're moving into oftentimes is the U.S. dollar, and and the same goes for for uh, European markets, right? Um, if if the if the euro is weakened, or or if there's worries about, I don't know, Italy. Become insolvent, or if there's worries about about you know their fiscal policy, or 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 a country in the European Union leaving the European Union, oftentimes those investors will move into U.S. assets, whether that's the dollar or or the bond market or or the the U.S. equity markets. The fact remains that when it comes to safe havens around the world, the U.S. dollar and U.S. assets oftentimes are seen as well the safe haven in current times, especially the U.S. dollar. I mean around the world there are a, a lot of central banks that are years behind the federal reserve in terms of tightening monetary policy right we, we had the great recession the the global recession we had the financial crisis and you had all these central banks around the world loosen their monetary policy in response to that including the federal reserve okay the Bank of Japan European Central Bank all these other banks central banks loosen their policy now you think eventually that they would need to tighten that monetary policy. And the Fed has slowly but surely been doing that. I don't think they have a whole lot further to go, and I'll get to that later in this video. But they have been. I mean, they've been raising interest rates. They're actually doing quantitative tightening right now, the opposite of quantitative easing. But you don't see that from other central banks, right? You don't see that from the Bank of Japan. You don't see that from the European Central Bank. In fact, today, you know, Mario Draghi came out and said, you know, hey, we're still planning on stopping QE by the end of this year, you know, in the near future, I believe it was by the end of this year. I can't remember if that was this statement or a past statement. Um, but, but they also don't plan on raising interest rates anytime soon. You know, kind of some dovish statements from him. And so when you have all these other currencies around the world that are just continuously being weakened more and more by the central bank, central bank. and don't get me wrong, that happens with the Fed today as well. But, but when you have that around the world, the dollar and the Fed's monetary policy looks, relatively speaking, strong. Okay. But that's going to change. I do believe that that will change. Okay. Because, you know, eventually the Fed and their curtain, their current tightening cycle is going to have to be reversed in my opinion. Okay. I could be wrong, right? I, I could totally, I could totally be missing out on some important, figure or some important dynamic or whatever, but the fact remains, you know, when I look at the facts of the situation, the U S economy is swimming in debt, swimming in debt at the consumer level, the corporate level. And of course the sovereign level, the huge sovereign debt bubble of, of plus 21 plus trillion dollars. Okay. And debt, I mean, debt can be run up for a long, long time. We've seen that already in our economy, but debt starts to matter when interest rates start to rise. And interest rates in the United States are rising, slowly but surely. We saw the Fed yesterday, uh, and, you know, yesterday, this is Wednesday, so I may be posting this video a little bit later, but uh, we saw them raise their Fed funds rate by another quarter percentage point. Interest rates are rising, and that's when debt really starts to matter, okay? Eventually, the U.S. economy... Is going to go belly up, right? You are going to see another recession. You are going to see uh, these these bubbles throughout the economy, whether it be the the housing bubble or or the auto loan bubble or, or debt bubbles in general, as well as asset bubbles. You'll see those bubbles deflate. You'll see them pop. You'll see the stock market crash, right? You'll see interest rates. You know the bond market bubble pop temporarily. You know. Uh, I'm doubtful that rates will be allowed to rise, you know, over a a long period of time. But eventually you'll see this bubble pop and you'll also see other world economies and other central banks also still going through rough times, right? They still haven't recovered in any way, shape or form. They haven't been able to tighten their monetary policy or anything post, you know, global recession. And then, you know, the U.S. dollar and the U.S. economy is going to be in the same boat as all these other struggling world economies, right? Whether it's it's China, who uh, failed to, to raise interest rates, something that they've been doing, um, kind of, uh, you know, mirroring the Federal Reserve when they would tighten monetary policy, that the Chinese uh, People's Bank of China or the government would do the same thing. But they failed to, actually, this just this week. Um, obviously, Europe is, is still in bad shape. Emerging markets are struggling. And so when the U.S. economy falls apart, What's the safe haven asset at that point, right? Can, can you point to a safe haven asset other than precious metals? The dollar? I mean, relatively speaking, you know, when the U.S. economy really takes a dive, it's, it's going to hurt other world economies significantly too, right? You'll see the euro or the pound or the yuan or the yen. You're going to see them tank as well. OK, uh, so m- maybe the dollar will be relatively strong compared to those other fiat currencies. But also we have to keep in mind with you know, how the Fed is going to respond to the next recession, to the next uh, period of weakness in the economy and in the stock markets. They're going to respond to it with inflationary policies. OK, they're, they're going to bring about a lot of inflation in the U.S. dollar. And there, there's some other dynamics here, too, but they're, they're going to fight a, a deflationary collapse with a ton of inflation. Okay, that's going to remove the U.S. dollar from the equation of, of a safe haven asset. Okay, um, how about bonds? U.S. Treasury bonds. Well, you know, in terms of asset prices, yeah, I think the bond market is going to have to be propped up, right? The, the U.S. government is not going to be able to handle three, four, even two percent, you know, interest rate on its debt long term. It, it's going to move closer and closer to zero percent, and so I guess the price of the bonds will be increasing. But are you going to want to hold a bond that is yielding one percent? even 2 or 3% when you have much, much higher inflation? No, that removes U.S. bonds from the equation. How about U.S. equities? I mean, conceivably, the stock market can be propped up a lot by, by uh, money printing, right? The, the Federal Reserve can decide that, hey, we're not just going to buy uh, treasury bonds and, and, and mortgage-backed securities. We're going to buy equities. We're going to buy stocks as well. Okay, so they can prop that up, but if you have a ton of inflation that eventually will amount to a well, an inflationary collapse of the system, are first of all, are 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 companies going to be able to survive that type of inflation? No, probably not. Okay, um, some of them will be. Some of them that are in a good. Solid position. There, there will be companies that survive it, but as a whole, no, that's gonna be a rough time. It's gonna be a rough time for consumers, and thus it'll be a rough time for for these corporations as well. Second of all, you know, part of that that rise in price is just going to be inflationary. I mean, on paper, the Venezuelan stock market has done very well over the past couple of years, but of course we know that that's silly to say that. You would have been smart to invest in Venezuelan stocks. Uh, back in you know 2015 or 2014, because well most of it's inflationary, okay. So that kind of removes another current safe haven asset to, to some extent. I mean, I don't know how much U.S. equities are are considered safe haven compared to to the U.S. dollar or, or U.S. Treasury bonds, um, but that removes that from the equation as well. And so, what are you left with at that point? I mean, emerging markets eventually, I think they will do well, right? And and that's one potential, right? I'm not confident in their currencies, but but maybe. You know their equities, or I don't know. I, I'm not a huge emerging market um, uh, expert or anything like that. I know you know it's a little bit more of like a Peter Schiff's realm and, and Euro Pacific Capital, kind of the uh, the um, company he works for. But that's one possible solution. But but how about you know economies like Japan or 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 uh, Europe? I mean, no, they're they're going to be in shambles as well, right? So what does that leave us in terms of safe haven assets? It leaves us something like precious metals, right? You're going to see a lot of investors realize that ever thinking of a fiat currency somehow as a safe haven asset long term was foolish, right? Because we know that fiat currencies throughout history have only been inflated more and more and, and ultimately destroyed, right? Either through through massive inflation or through the collapse of, of you know, the country or the, the government, the system itself, right? You know, there's a couple of fiat currencies that have been out there for a long time. Um, you know, the U.S. dollar has been basically a fiat currency for 50, 55 years now. Um, the, the, the British pound has been a fiat currency for quite some time now. But even that, I mean, for a long time, that was the... You know, the sterling pound or or whatever they called it, you know, it was it was more of a silver based currency. Okay, Um, But no, fiat currencies, eventually investors will realize that long term they are not safe haven assets. And so when you have all this turmoil around the world and the U.S. markets, European markets, even even China and and Japan and and Korea's and that's going to leave one premier asset, I think behind to to be kind of the safe haven asset of choice right uh, you'll see a, a large amount of investors large amount of money moving back into precious metals and it won't take a ton right I'm not saying that that you know fifty percent of what's invested in 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 stocks or bonds right now or, or even currencies will be moved into precious metals no I think that's unrealistic right it's unrealistic but When you look at the total value currently of of all the bonds and the stocks and and, and fiat currencies in the world right now, we're talking trillions of dollars, right? Trillions of dollars worth of bonds and and currencies and and stocks. And and you could throw derivatives in there as well. Um, Real estate markets, you know, trillions and trillions of dollars, truly. It would only take a very small amount of that to go into something like the silver market or even the gold market, which is... Uh, considerably larger than the silver market only a small percentage i'm talking you know 0.1 percent of that going into the silver market or maybe one percent or or five percent into the gold market and and in it would send the price much much higher because of such an influx in demand it would likely i i would imagine i couldn't say for sure because i don't think we should underestimate them but i would imagine that it would wreak havoc on the the paper markets which largely are well paper right they're they're trading a physical asset in paper form that's never going to end well um and so yeah i mean you're gonna have this huge influx in there as well as people realize they're the old safe havens of choice are are no longer existent right you can you can bet your money in emerging market or emerging market currency and and maybe you'll have good luck there um it's questionable i think to say to say the least uh europe has has major systemic debt and and demographics issues i'm i'm not confident in the eu's ability to survive another you know 10 20 years um japan has has kind of persistent deflation that they're needing to to you know fight with an insane amount of monetary inflation they their demographics issue is even worse than europe along with them South Korea, they're, they're not in a good situation as well. China, you know, potentially is poised for quite a bit of growth over over the next 10, 20 years, um, but they have their own debt issue as well, right? They, they have a massive amount of corporate debt that, that their, that their um, government is trying to kind of deleverage right now. And I've said it before in the past, I'm, I'm doubtful in their ability to do that without also having some serious ramifications to their economy i'm talking about a significant drop-off in 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 growth in gdp right um they they have talked in the past about how they want to try and uh shoot for a soft landing of their economy and and i'm highly doubtful of, of that happening but but no that's why i believe that precious metals are the safe haven of choice safe haven asset of choice you know you can look at other events as well or other you know, potential events and dynamics, things like a, a major conflict, right? I'm not just talking about another, you know, civil war in, in the Middle East or, or or Africa or something like that. I'm talking about um, yeah. It sounds unrealistic right now in, in light of current events, but war with North Korea, right? Or you know, um, aggression between NATO and Russia, right? Or or uh, Iran and and Israel. Uh, Iran and 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 Saudi Arabia and Israel kind of going toe to toe with with the U.S. and Russia and Syria and whoever else also kind of involved. You know, um, it's it's a great hedge in that type of of environment as well because what type of an asset is going to do well in that, you know, in such an environment except for maybe you know like a, a, a um, weapons uh, uh, like stocks for for um, companies that manufacture you know fighter planes or or or. Uh, uh whatever else it is bombs and and guns and and munitions and and all of the vehicles that go into to fight a war sure they might do well but i don't i don't know if i can i can uh i don't know if i can invest in them with a a good in good conscience but no i I think you know precious metals are a great asset to own in in that type of environment from some sort of a societal upheaval or political upheaval right a um you know, a, a cleaning of house of, of the establishment, right? If the swamp is actually drained, there's going to be a lot of turmoil in, in, in such times, right? Um, again, precious metals are, are just kind of the natural asset to gravitate towards, right? Because because they're, they're an asset that has, I mean, they've survived the test of time. I'm talking thousands of years that silver and gold have been viewed as money, okay? I don't think that these last 10 years... Uh, last well a little longer than ten years. last you know, thirty, forty, fifty years that that they've kind of fallen out of favor in terms of being used as money. I think that's an aberration in in human history, right? I think it'd be naive to think that all of a sudden everything's changed. right. I, I think I think that the current control uh by, by central banks over, over fiat money and and kind of the world's system, right the world economies is fleeting. Um, I, th- I think they know that, that their hold is, is growing weaker and weaker because of some of their own policies. And, and I think, you know, the, the days of, of precious metals are both behind us and ahead of us, some of the best days. So, you know, that's kind of my thought on this, the safe haven asset um you know, the, the, the premier safe haven asset. So I'd love to hear your thoughts in this video down below in the comment section. If you're looking to support my channel in, in any way, you know, even just subscribing, liking this video, commenting, those things help me out a ton. Otherwise I do have a link down below if you want to subscribe or if you want to support me on Patreon. And also if you are in the market for precious metals, first of all, feel free to buy whatever and wherever you would like, but if you are interested in, in supporting this channel, there's a link below to buy a 10-ounce a silver bar at spot price from SD Bullion, kind of my, my sponsor. So so definitely consider that if you want to help out my channel. But, but otherwise, I'm just thankful for you guys watching this video in the first place. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for all the support that you give to me, and God bless. <laughs>